Two weeks ago, the whole world was kind of advised to not leave their homes because of the coronavirus currently controlling this planet. I will spare you the story about my first anxiety-filled days and instead say that I have found a way to actually turn this into the most beautiful time for me. And I hope I don't sound offensive saying that. But I feel so inspired by how everyone is stepping up. I can see creators, artists, business people, all kinds of people doing anything they can to serve in whatever way that is. Musicians serve by doing free live streams. <laughs> My Instagram is flooded by live streams every single night, which is beautiful. There are free courses being offered. Gyms and dance studios and yoga studios are offering free classes on YouTube. I feel like the world is doing really well, despite it all. I really do feel so inspired to finally have time to create all the things I've put off for so long because I've been busy. One of the things I've been wanting to do for years now is to record audiobook versions of all my books. I simply haven't done it yet because I just didn't have time. It's a big project, recording one podcast episode, which is just one writing, takes me around four hours. Record it, edit it, distribute it, so you can do the math. A whole book, it's a commitment. But I am so, so happy to say that I have started with my first book, Empty Roads and Broken Bottles, last week. And I just love it. I'm halfway through, then there's a lot of editing, and then I am ready to release my very first audiobook. To hype it up with you, I decided to share the first chapter of the book here. So, what you will hear in this episode is the first chapter of my book, Empty Roads and Broken Bottles, coming out as an audiobook soon. I really hope you will enjoy it. And I think pretty soon I will start some sort of pre-order of the audiobook, but I'll let you know when it's time. I hope you're staying safe, healthy, hopeful, and cozy. Enjoy, my friends. To be alone in a vast world. People only want to know the glory of the man standing on top of the mountain. They want to see the hero, make up the story in their heads and ignore the truth. We all want to believe in the hero. We need to believe that he exists. Believe that what we are striving for is possible. That a person can become all these things we wish to become and experience all these things we wish to experience. People need to believe in the hero, but they only want to see some parts of him. They only want to see the glory of him standing on top of the mountain. People don't want to know that he almost died in the process of climbing the mountain. They don't want to know that he fell several times and that his fingers are frozen, that he's got open wounds and they're infected and aching. 
that he's standing at the top with tears in his eyes, completely out of breath. They only want to see the glory of him standing there. I know, that's how we work. I want to believe in heroes too, and I do. I believe that there is no limit for how great and vast and beautiful we can be. I believe that there is no limit for how wide and recklessly we can live. How much we can feel, explore, see and be. I believe in the hero too. But I refuse to believe in your kind. I don't believe in the hero that sets out to climb a mountain and achieves it with no setbacks. If he does, he obviously didn't set his goals high enough and shouldn't even have anything to be proud of. He didn't challenge himself enough. He might have learned a thing or two, but the real lessons are taught when you're balancing on the very edge, with one foot over the cliff, everyone expecting you to fall. That's when you realize your potential. Or rather, how far away from your own potential you actually are. A hero is not someone who's born with a talent and therefore learns to run faster than every man in the world. Or who is born with the biggest vocal range, or who wakes up smiling every day with no dark thoughts. That's effortless, lazy and safe, and has nothing to do with heroism. The hero is the one who beats the odds, who chooses to not take the conventional road just because that's where he's expected to be. The hero takes the road no one thought he would, hearing people screaming no behind him but keeps walking anyway because the hero is the one who does what people thought he could not do. A hero is someone who doesn't give up, who's falling and losing and crying and doubting, but keeps walking anyway because he does not give up. He cannot give up. It's about personal development. It's about creating your own character and pushing it to the limit. It's about pushing yourself so far out of your own and everybody else's idea of who you are and what you're capable of, that you no longer believe in limits. It's about reaching beyond your so-called potential, because your potential is never where you or anyone else expects it to be, not even close. It's about being able to say with the last breath of your life, I used all my potential and all my talents, and pushed myself to the limit. I could not have fought any harder. But my limits, my personal beliefs, and my personal philosophy have nothing to do with yours. I am a storyteller. I'm created by made-up worlds in my head. That's how I can create the world I want to live in. That's how I can write my life in the way I wish to remember it, in the way I wish to experience it. But I would never write anything that isn't true. This journey is all about me. But it's also about you, if you want it to be. Our true heroes are the ones that made mistake after mistake, but kept on going. The wisest people are the ones that know defeat who knows sorrow, pain and survival. A wise person, a person who I look up to, 
is someone who is forever exploring and questioning himself. In solitude, in interaction with other people, in the city, in the forest, with no money, with loads of money, who never considers himself wise or talented or educated because he knows that there is so much more to learn and to be. The hero can't invest too much energy into what other people think of him because he is too busy studying himself. He knows his own mind so well that nothing can take away his character. Heroes know how to control their own destiny, how to take their lives in their own hand, how to not be placed in any situation, but how to choose it, or they at least know how to choose their own place in every situation. I believe that life will never throw you anything that you can't handle. I believe that when there's a storm coming in, it's up to you to either curse it and run into hiding, or to embrace the challenge, be curious about what you can learn, and excited to see who you will be when you come out on the other side. I could choose to only tell you about all the beautiful things I see. I could choose to only tell you about all the amazing people I get to meet, about the open road, the world, the adventures that are waiting to be explored out there. I could tell you about the many opportunities, possibilities and beautiful things there are outside these walls, that door and this town. I could write about how I feel when I sing, write and create something from heartbreak, sorrow, sadness or just simply nothingness. How nothingness can become the most beautiful, unexplainable feeling that makes you forget about gravity for an hour. How art makes me forget about all these things that people tell me to become and do and all these ugly words I've been told. About all these people I have met and loved and lost. I could tell you about how I left everything I knew in Sweden, younger than my age, but still with questions and longings worth a lifetime. To redesign myself. To revalue myself. Or rather, find any kind of value in myself. How I have spent nights on the concrete, unable to find any kind of worthiness in this shell of a body. Because one's body, I've learned, does not come connected with the mind. Oneness, being connected with your whole being, is something you need to learn. It's a skill, and I am struggling. How I have lost and loved and won and cried myself to the person I am today. How I changed and rearranged my dreams and goals at least a million times and how I still wake up every morning asking myself what my dream is today. Who am I today? Or at least, who do I want to become today? How I detached myself from society, from family and friends and embarked on a journey in solitude with a carefully planned distance between my inner thoughts and my actions. My language the words I spoke and the words I wrote. And how free I am, or at least how free I thought I was until I realized that freedom has nothing to do with being alone, with not owning keys, not having a home or not having friends.
Freedom, I learned, is about feeling that you belong in your own body, that your mind, your physicality and your heart are one, connected to whatever nature you have. I thought that if I owned nothing, had nothing, was nothing, I would have nothing left to lose and I wouldn't be scared anymore. Because my whole life I've been so damn scared. Scared to live because I was scared to die. But at the same time I was so scared of living so I wanted to die. Or maybe so scared of dying that I refused to live. You don't have to be afraid to fall when you're already on the ground. You don't have to be scared to lose someone when there's no one around to lose. I could write about how you're filled with a calm when you decide that you don't care about survival. The second you realize you're not attached to your own life and not obliged to care for a long future. How freeing it is to know that your only task is to live in the here and now and to live better and wilder than anyone thought you could. How I laughed at them all, dead walking people, whom through my eyes were waking up doing the same tasks without the heart every single day just to afford a future that would look exactly the same until they one day realized that that was their youth, their lives, and they let it pass them by. Empty efforts with empty hearts, cluttering thoughts spinning around with no answers, and how I wandered around trying so hard to live until I one day realized that I too was wasting my youth by not realizing that this journey, this becoming, is my life. And there is no finish line. This is it. I am climbing the mountain, and I'm right in the beginning. There are days when I look down at the people I left behind, still telling me to come back, to surrender to comfort and company. There are days when I feel so weak that I can't take any more steps, when I fall on my aching knees and scream to whatever god there is up there, asking me why the hell he can't help me, guide me, tell me where I'm supposed to go. There are nights when I lie awake, wondering if this really means anything in the end. If it really makes a difference. Every day I wonder, does it really mean anything at all, if there's no one around to share it with? My wish has always been to write my own story. To create a life that's worth writing about. But is a story worth anything at all, if I have no one to tell it to? I started this journey in an attempt to create a life worth writing about. And this is when I make the choice to share it with you. Because a story is born when it's being told. I am climbing the mountain, and this is where I have built my home. This mountain is my life. The top is the end. And I am here to tell you about all these beautiful things I get to see and the glorious experiences I have. The views, the ocean, the flowers, how the air is changing with every step. About all the people I meet on my way up. The ones that want to give up. The ones that are on their way down, defeated. 
the ones that stopped halfway to enjoy the surroundings and never got going again. But most of all, I'm here to kill your hero. I'm here to tell you about the real climb, the real mountain, the stepping stones that break, the beasts that no one warned me about, the storm that killed my fire and stole my friends. I want to tell you about all the friends and dreams and beliefs I have lost on the way. But also about the new beliefs I have, the new dreams I have realized. The new friends I have met. Friends who taught me lessons, showed me how to share and told me stories I never thought I would hear. How I have experienced energy. How the hands of two people can create a fire so strong that my tired little heart started to race like it has never done before. I want to tell you about leavings and apologies. And a missing so strong that you literally want to take a knife and cut your heart out. About how it never gets easier to say goodbye, no matter how many times you do it. And how I would like to spend my life arriving in new cities every single morning. I want to tell you about real love. So poetic, I could write thousands of poems and never-ending novels about it. And how it all stops when you lose that love. How the world keeps spinning, the people keep walking and the tube keeps running, but my world stops. And how I couldn't see how I could possibly exist again. But how you keep on walking anyway, because what else is there to do? How I gave myself away with every word I sang, to every fan I gained, to every critic I met. And finally, how I learned that all I ever need is to belong to myself. To live with myself and be okay with that. The rarest thing in the world. I am here to tell you about my journey to the top of the mountain. The real journey. A real story about a girl who set out on a never-ending adventure that became a beautiful fight for self-acceptance, creating oneself, personal philosophy, growing up, people and strangers, rejections, passion, love, loss, and what it actually really means to be an artist. This is my story. I'm not exactly sure where I want to end up, but at least I'm on my way. It might not always be easy, but it will always be beautiful.